Welcome to episode 69 of the Toadstool Boardroom for the week of November 22nd, 2023. I'm Logan Plant, and I'm joined, as always, by Justin Corais. What's up, Logan? And Chris Shriver. Nice. And it is a holiday-long weekend here in the United States, so this is a pre-recorded episode of Toadstool Boardroom you're listening to. If something enormous has happened in the Nintendo world in the last seven days, which I doubt it has, uh, that's why we're not talking about it, is because we recorded this immediately after recording episode 68 which means we're here with another another edition of everyone's favorite game, Toadstool Scramble. And this time we're ranking the top 15 Nintendo Switch games. And for this list, it's only first party only Nintendo Switch games. I've always found it kind of hard to rank third party and multi-platform and indie games against Nintendo games. I think they almost kind of warrant their own list. Top 15 best third party Switch games is maybe something we could do down the line, uh, and there's just so many Nintendo games that we could put on this list that I, I didn't want to just muddle the waters like that. So we might do something like that in the future, but for tonight, we're only ranking Nintendo, Nintendo Switch games. So I'll run, uh, do a quick rundown of the rules, we'll introduce our starter list, and we'll get right into it. So this list was compiled from starter lists made by the, the three of us. We each made a top 10 list. Justin was asking me before the show, how did I make this list? Because it's, uh, yeah, it's it's not a great starter list. But basically, everyone gave me their top 10. And the top five games in our starter list made everybody's list. Then after that, it's, okay, which games made two people's list? And then the bottom is kind of filled out with, okay, which games only made one person's list? And then they're sorted within those three tiers based on how people sorted them. And Justin's getting up in the camera. Chris, what are you? This is not. Hold on. First of all, this is not how. What the heck? Oh, we have we have lots to discuss. This we is not how we've done discuss. previous versions of Toadstool Scramble. Like before, it, we would just, just for the record, like because I was not aware that this is how we were doing this. I, just stuck. Justin's so offended right now. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Uh, You're gonna move it. Like this is how we did the n64 list a few weeks ago is it uh, the, uh, yes okay. it is the All first right. time we did toadstool scramble we did a two-part episode first we built our starter list then we changed it but we only have a week to do it yeah, this yeah, time yeah, yeah. so That's i'm doing fine. it this That's way fine. which is how I, I used to do this on a, a radio show i did back in the day so also the starter list is supposed to be bad because we we change it it's the whole point it's supposed to not be a great starter list so if you hear this first list and you're offended don't be it's designed to be flawed so we can fix it throughout the course of the episode so wait to judge us until you hear what ridiculous thing chris does with his last move then then you can be appropriately mad at us <laughs> you know like banjo kazooie he almost put it at number one it's on, on nintendo switch online you can play it on the switch i mean i mean for the n64 game it's a first party app come on logan not for this one. quest for camelot game okay. color here is how Toadstool Scramble works if you need a refresher. We will each take five moves to change the list to our liking, and you can do one of two things on your turn. You can either introduce a new item to the list wherever you want, everything else gets bumped down one slot, the bottom item falls off the list. If an item falls off the list, it can only return one time. Option number two is you can swap any two items positioned on the list, leaving the rest of the list unchanged. So if you think number two should be number six, you can swap those two items and nothing else happens. Here's a little note that I, has always been a rule. I just don't want it to get lost. You can't use your move to undo a move that was done in that round. So you have to wait till the next round to undo a move. 
If I swap two and six, Justin can't swap them back immediately after because he hates that I did that. So that's a rule. At the end of five rounds, the final list will be the top 15 Nintendo Switch games. Okay, let's get started with the introduction of our base list. We're going to do quick, snappy, 30-second pieces on all of these games on the starter list. And uh, the, if you're wondering how I picked who talks about each one of these on our little prep sheet you guys are looking at, I picked whoever had it ranked the highest on their personal list is the one that's introducing it here as part of the list. So let's start with a number 15, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. I, I think Kirby and the Forgotten Land is a fantastic reinvention of the Kirby formula. I think it's Kirby's Odyssey. I think the the aesthetics are great. I love big mouth mode. I think the powers are really cool. And in particular, I really love the way that you can upgrade the powers that he gets throughout the game. It has a really cool RPG element to it that I found really refreshing. It's an awesome game. Number 14, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. I think this is the best 2D platformer on Nintendo Switch. I was just playing it the other day. Its levels are so inventive. It has really cool storytelling across some of its worlds. One of the worlds is a popsicle factory. It starts, you pick the grapes, you juice the grapes, you freeze the grapes, and then you deliver them as popsicles across six different levels. It's amazing. It's gorgeous. One of the best soundtracks. Super good challenge. Awesome underrated 2D platformer. Number 13, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Mario Brothers Wonder, uh, I think, is uh, it's a wonderful return to form for the Mario franchise. Uh, we've been stuck with uh, these new Nintendo Mario uh, new Mario titles for far too long. Um, it's really refreshing to see uh, kids that are growing up now actually play these game, these 2D Mario games and understand what it is that made us fall in love with this style of a Mario game when we were kids growing up. Um the wonder mechanic is just super whimsical, super creative in every single level that uh, they they that is in the game because it's in every level. Um, I love the character selection that it really doesn't matter who you play as; it's really just a skin. <clears throat> it's not so much that one character has like a leg up on the other; it's just who do you want to be, um, which is super great. Um, no, I think it's it's exactly what needed to happen for Mario um, to get out of this like vanilla kind of state that it had been in for a really long time. Number 12 is Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. I loved 3D World on Wii U. It turns 10 years old this week that this episode goes up, which is, is crazy, along with A Link Between Worlds. But I, I loved it there, and it's just better on Switch. It's the best instance of Mario multiplayer. It works really well for that. The Switch version is faster, it is snappier, it has online multiplayer, and it adds Bowser's Fury, which is an awesome side mode that... Is it a peek into what 3D Mario is going to look like in the future, or is it just a really cool one-off thing that they did? Either way, I'm super happy it exists, and I think that it's just one of the most complete platforming packages on Switch. Whether you're looking for an open, single-player platforming collectathon, or if you're looking for a more linear, multiplayer, frenetic 3D platformer, it's just, it's a fantastic game. Number 11 is Pikmin 4. Pikmin 4 uh, has a lot of I really love the introduction of all the different modes that they've they've put in this series, this game um, that are that are new to the franchise. Uh, the Dandori battles, I think, are like so addictive, um, and just really, really, um, it, it ups the pace of what was a stressful game before, and just makes it really um, almost like a sport 
uh, in a sense. Uh, it, it changes like how you kind of think about Pikmin. And then on top of it, like if you're a fan of what they did in Pikmin 2, that's also here. Um, in those cave levels that they, they've included. Uh, <clears throat> the variety of Pikmin that are included in the game, um, it's more than we've ever seen before, which is really exciting. Um, and it, it stylistically, I think, is exactly just the direction that it needed to go. Like, they really did push the Switch, I think, to the limit uh, with how well th- this game looks. But it's also, like, just from an art direction perspective, like... There are things that if you look up close, like maybe they don't look super great, but from a distance where a lot of these things sit, um, it it really is uh, pleasing to the eye. Um, no, I'm very, very happy with what they did with Pikmin 4, and I think it's like a great way to uh, keep reinventing a franchise that people think they may have the full picture of, but um, you know they, they manage to keep inventing new ways to play it. Number 10, Metroid Prime Remastered. I think Metroid Prime Remastered is proof positive that excellent design is not a new thing and it doesn't go out of style. They didn't change anything actually about the game itself outside of the visuals and the controls. The two things that were most in need of an overhaul in the resulting the resulting package is a game that is, frankly, I think a 10 out of 10 in 2023, just like it was when it first released originally. Uh, it's a great way for people who haven't experienced, frankly, a somewhat underserved game to get their hands on it and it's probably the best looking game on the nintendo switch number nine xenoblade chronicles 2 this is one of my favorite games on the entire console i think that the entire xenoblade series has does this incredible almost mcu like convergence that you don't even realize is happening until they pay it off specifically at the end of xenoblade chronicles 2 and that's when it really sets it all up outside of that it's a really fun action semi-time-gated rpg it's huge but the characters are really endearing rex this funny little irish diver boy uh jumping off of the back of giant monsters and dragons is really endearing it's got it frankly has a really optimistic hopeful tone about it that i found really refreshing it's a very very good game and the best game in an excellent series number eight metroid dread uh metroid dread is oppressively awesome it is uh, something that we as Metroid fran- fans had been craving for a really, really long time. I think the Metroid series uh, was, it was kind of dire for, for a number of years. Um, and this was a re- not only a return to form, but um, I think it learned a lot from other 2d platformers that have come out in the, the years since uh, maybe the last 2d Metroid games had been re- or 2d uh, Metroidvania games had been released. Um, I think stylistically uh, I mean, it, it's the best looking 2d Metroid game just because of when it came out. But um, it, it it just gives Samus a completely different tone that she never really had before. Um, And then on top of it, uh, I think the Emmys are uh, love them or hate them. They're an interesting inclusion in in these games or in this game. Um, It it does add a certain level of tension um, and uh, reaction that maybe wasn't present in other Metroid games um, to really change up the formula. Here we go. Number seven, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. The Zelda franchise did what it has done many times in the past, and it has created an entire an inflection point that affects the entire industry. 
Video games are different post Breath of the Wild, and it's for good reason. It is a complete reimagining of the Zelda formula, but in a way that feels true to its long-running roots. It does a very, very good job of tying in thematic elements from the series, but also gives us new ways to explore and interact with the world. And the mark that is left on the entire industry is hard to overstate. Number six, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. You all know I'm famously not a huge fan of Breath of the Wild. I appreciate what it did for the industry, and I think it's amazing in its game design, but Tears of the Kingdom just improved upon every shortcoming I felt the original had, while also reinventing it with brand new mechanics that I think are incredibly ambitious on their own, and the amount of those mechanics all bundled together in one game that all work pretty much flawlessly is something that, as we've talked about on this podcast, I don't know if we'll ever see again, at least until the next Zelda game comes out. It's something that only this team could really pull off, and it's just an incredible sequel that I think we're going to now see studios try and and replicate for years to come. But just like Breath of the Wild, I don't think anyone's really going to come close. Number five is Luigi's Mansion 3. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly better than the Zelda games, as you can tell from this list. Maybe the the most fun you can possibly have on the, on the Nintendo Switch. It is a funny, joyous romp through this haunted hotel with Luigi. It controls great. The gameplay remains extremely fun. They add some really cool new elements like Gooigi to mix things up. They do an especially brilliant job, as Nintendo is wont to do, of tying in the setting into what they're trying to do from a gameplay standpoint. Each level of this tall hotel has a different theme has different mechanics behind it and it all coalesces into a really really just terrific experience that is appropriate for people of all ages number four is splatoon 3 i think splatoon 3 is the best online multiplayer outing nintendo's ever done and it's not even that close i know that's not a super high bar to set given nintendo's history in the online space but splatoon 3 absolutely is an instance of them leveling up in their online capabilities the introduction of basic features that had been just missing from the franchise like lobbies and grouping up with friends before jumping into a match has made splatoon 3 way more fun and faster and fresher to jump in than the series has been and i think removing some of these weights that have been holding back the franchise have just allowed the gameplay to just speak for itself it is so tight it is so much fun the variety of weapons is excellent There's always something to do, whether it's the single-player campaign, the horde mode in Salmon Run, the online ranked mode, the casual mode in Turf War, the the Splatfest that they host once every two months, the card game they added to this, decorating your locker. There's just no shortage of things to do. Splatoon continues to be one of the coolest series Nintendo has, and I think Splatoon 3 is, is just a triumph. Number three is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, uh, I don't know what more needs to be said about it, but it is, uh, I mean, I think arguably the best Mario Kart that has ever been. Uh, if you include the Booster Pass, it is like the it is the biggest Mario Kart that we've ever seen. Uh, a staggering amount of courses, uh, 96. Um, a ridiculous amount of characters included as well. Um, I feel like they really struck a balance between um, what many people loved about other games in the franchise, like Double Dash, um, having those two items available, um, having battle modes available, um, and really like their support for online tournaments um, and and tournament play uh, with uh, as many character as many players as you can have 
um, both local and online. Um, it's it is the go to uh, most accessible game I think on the, the Nintendo Switch. Um, if you're picking up a Switch, it's like the default buy. Um, everybody understands it. It is a very low barrier to entry in terms of understanding how it works. They make it very accessible for young players. And if you are a, a more experienced player, uh, you have the ability to play on you know 200cc and all those other uh, crazy ways as well. Number two, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. For a long time, my favorite game of all time. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom has surpassed it, but Smash Brothers Ultimate, it's just like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. It's the biggest it's ever been, it's the best it's ever been, and you don't know where it's going to go next. They're in a very similar place with both with both Smash Brothers and Mario Kart, and it, it's just been awesome to experience those games this generation. And I felt that way about Ultimate when it came out, that it was the biggest and best Smash had ever been. And then they added... Steve from Minecraft and Banjo-Kazooie and Sora and Sephiroth and these crazy combinations you would have never even dreamed possible prior to this game coming out. They, they literally made video game dreams come true in this game. It was a moment to be a part of it, and now this thing still exists forever to us enjoy and play. That even if the series never returns to these heights, I think that's okay because it's such an insurmountable peak to achieve, and, and I just love it so much. Number one, you can probably guess, it's Super Mario Odyssey. Super Mario Odyssey is uh, joy that was manufactured and sold by Nintendo. Uh, they managed to develop the feeling of happiness and then sold it to you in a box. Um, it's the I think it's the first time that we ever saw a Mario game uh, where you weren't booted back to uh, the menu screen in one of these open world, uh, you know, kind of setups of 3D Mario games. Um the uh, the amount of unlocks that are available within it, um, it, there's always something to chase in this game. Um, if you're a more casual player and you're just trying to pick up the moons and you happen to stumble upon them, that's always very exciting. Um, and it keeps the game fresh. But if you're somebody who is a completionist and you're trying to get, you know, if you remember the days of old where you're getting 120 stars, you're trying to get all 999 moons, I think it is. Um, and you can chase that. They give you the, the systems to be able to keep track of those things as well, which not many Mario games do. Not many games do, period. Um, you're kind of left to your own devices in a lot of them anymore. Um, and, God, just the, the number of characters that you can take over with the uh, the cat mechanic. Um, and it has arguably the best ending of any 3D Mario game uh, that we've ever seen. Uh, just a really, really cool moment overall. Uh, this game is filled with moments, honestly, that... Uh, if you just sit and think about uh, different sections of this game, like you can't help but smile, and you can't say that about a lot of games. That's the that's our starter list. We just read the fifteen games currently fifteen to one that make up our list. It's going to change a lot by the end of the night. We can give little spiel's about new games we may introduce, but now we've kind of set a baseline for the games that are already here. Let's give quick reactions to this starter list. Justin, you can go first. Uh, I think it's a travesty that the Zeldas are relegated to the sixes and sevens on this list. Other than that, I think the the games on the list are excellently selected. I, I I don't have any objection to anything here, and I think that they represent the best of the best. Chris, yeah, for me, it's really just the order. There aren't many titles that I would like uh, that come to the front of the forefront of my mind that I'm I, I'd really go to bat for over any of these games maybe one um 
and even that's an HD remake, which I feel weird putting on this list. Um, but overall, no, I, I feel good about what's here. It is really just the placement of it. I feel good about what's here, too. I think there's some misses people might be yelling at us for right now. New Horizons comes to mind. That's, That's something I think ones, a lot of yeah. people would want to see on this list. There's no Fire Emblem on this yep. list, and there's two pretty good ones on Switch. There's and then no a couple on yet. That's true. We'll see. There's a game I may be keeping in my pocket for later that's not here yet. Oh my god, don't do it. What? Not it's not F099. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he knew. <laughs> he knew exactly where I was going. No, uh Captain Toad I love, but I've kind of decided I think that's a better Wii U game than a Switch game, so I'm not going to bring that one to the table tonight. Uh, but otherwise, I think it's it's a pretty strong list. The order needs a lot of work, and there's going to be some contention about uh, which title goes over the other in the case of The Legend of Zelda. So we'll see how this goes. Okay, it's time to get into it. Uh, you remember I have a random number generator. I generate the order that we get to go in each round. And for a top 15 list tonight, we're doing five rounds. So, we'll see how it goes here. Uh, first up in round one is going to be, it's me, and then it's Chris. And then Justin will wrap up round one. Okay, what do I think here? I don't even know where to start. There's a lot of politics that go into how you want to uh, uh, manage a list like this. I think that I'm going to make a swap. A game that I think should be a little bit higher, that I don't want to fall off the list is Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury uh, is currently at number 12, and I'm going to swap it with Metroid Prime Remastered at number 10. A very small move. I just think that uh, Prime is a game everyone's loved for years, like we talked about on last week's show, about remakes and how those fit in. And yes, I know 3D World's a Wii U game, but it's very different here, and it's also where over double the amount of people have played it. So that's the move I'm going to do first. I'm not seeing I'm not seeing Chris Dragon drop him. No, you're not. Wait, no, what am I doing? What, what what's what, going what, on? What, what, what am I doing? <laughs> you said Prime and, and 3D World. Sorry. My 3D brain, World. My yep. brain like turned off for a second. No, so 3D World should be number 10 now. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Yeah. There yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. There we go. And okay. we'll we'll reread the uh, list at the end of each round, by the yes. way, listeners, since you're not looking at it like we are. Oh, and something else we were supposed to mention is Mario RPG's out when you're listening to this. We re- pre-recorded this. It's out in two days for us. So we have not played it yet. And it's actually something I'm kind of toying around with trying is when a big new Nintendo game comes out, we revisit this list and kind of talk about where it would fit for us since we'll have this list as a baseline. But that's down the road right now. It's Chris's turn for round one. He's thinking. It's compelling radio right there. It is. I know. Dead silence. I. What's a shame is like in, traditionally when we do this, there's I have like a bunch of games in my back pocket that I want to throw on and and put on a certain place. And really, all I want to do is really move stuff back and forth. And mm-hmm. I can't really do that here, um, unless I do an even swap. Luigi's Mansion needs to be moved. It's too high. I love that game, but it shouldn't be number five. Okay. I'm going to do the insane thing and swap Luigi's Mansion 3 with Metroid Dread. 
Okay. I almost okay. said Pikmin 4. I thought about Pikmin 4. I was like, yeah, I, I thought I, I, I that's saw what that I thought you were getting at. Yeah. <laughs> I almost did it. <laughs> Happening. Yeah, okay. Metroid Dread, not as insane. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a great pick. I think at, at number five, I like that a lot. I know it's hard with how we have the rules set up. We all know we want to get some of the Zeldas up there. But right now, it's Odyssey and Smash up there, which are top five games. But shifting them would be moving them out of the top five. Right, so that would... There's a lot of yeah. shuffling that has to go on. Let's it's, see if Justin starts complicated. that. Uh, yeah, so for mine, we're going to swap Kirby with Pikmin. He's putting Pikmin in the hot seat. And we're putting Pikmin squarely in the danger zone. <sighs> Why would you do oh, that? You, like, you um, dislike Pikmin this much? No, I don't actually. Uh, I uh, like it's it's not for me. I don't have any particular objection no, to it. No, I know. But but of all the games that I have in my back pocket, uh, that I think potentially warrant uh, inclusion on this list, any one of them is easily over Pikmin to 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 be mentioned here. And frankly, I think that if you know the entire Nintendo library burned down like the Library of Alexandria, Pikmin frankly wouldn't be the biggest loss. Um, and some of these would be. Oh man, that puts me in a weird spot because honestly. The game on this list I most didn't want to be here was Kirby. And maybe I should have taken my chance to bump it when it was at 15. But Kirby, Kirby in the Forgotten Land is one that I talked about on the show, I think. It, it disappointed me a little bit. I, I think that, I've said this before, it shows its entire hand in the first three hours of the game. And then it doesn't introduce anything new in the entire second half of the game until right at the very end. I think it's very charming, but I think saying it's like even close to as good as Odyssey or a 3D world is is doing those Mario games a disservice. I think it's great. I think it's a nice transition to 3D for Kirby, but I don't know. It left a little... I, I'm excited for the sequel to that song. I, I think according to the official list from the Toadstool boardroom, it's clearly two notches above Mario Wonder. Right, this isn't the official list. This is the unofficial I, I, list I, I, right I, now. <laughs> okay, so at the end of round one, it's... Odyssey, Smash Ultimate, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Splatoon 3, Metroid Dread, Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild, Luigi's Mansion 3, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Prime Remastered, Mario Wonder, Tropical Freeze, and Pikmin 4. I will now generate for round two. Up first, it's going to be Chris, and then Justin, and then myself. Chris, you gonna you gonna save Pikmin? I am. But I also don't want to be a jerk to Justin. And He's I, got four moves left to save whatever he you does, do. but like it's just so. Go ahead, eat, uh, throw your move away, do it, what you got to do. It's such an unfair like. I don't want to do it. No, we need to move Zelda. Like I don't want to. I don't want to sit here moving things to, like around the bottom of the list. Like I'll, mm-hmm. and I don't have enough moves that like I. I need to make, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. of like stuff I need to introduce. Um I'll put Breath of the I'll swap Breath of the Wild with Mario Kart 8. Okay. As a temporary like this is just going to sit here. And then you guys do with it what you want to do. I think that's okay. that's a good tactic. Yeah. Put it in kind of the right zone. Yeah. Like yeah. if if for example we wanted to move it up to, up to number one, I I don't think we in good conscience could have moved Odyssey down that low. Uh, right. Exactly. Yeah. And and that kind of opens the door to it. So that moves Breath of the Wild to number three and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe to number seven. Justin, it's your move. We've got a new number eleven on the list. That's going to be Fire Emblem Engage. 
Okay, so that bumps Pikmin 4 off the list. It can come back one time. So fire, why Fire Emblem Engage? New game, talk about it. 30 seconds spiel. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think from a gameplay standpoint, it's a very, very good uh, Fire Emblem game. I think it's a significant step forward from what Three Houses was. Frankly, I, even though a lot of people love Three Houses as a longtime Fire Emblem fan, I think it was a massive downgrade for the series. In particular, playing it on hard mode with permadeath really recaptures that Fire Emblem spirit that I think is so important to the series of tension strategy. New units being added, putting you into a chaotic panic and having to to save yourself uh, from the, the fire. It nails it, and it's a re- really, really good game. Nice. Yeah, great pick. I'm at the very end of it. I'm playing on hard mode, so I still haven't finished it because it gets really, really hard at the end. But that's what I like. That's what was missing in Three Houses, and that's what's here. Great, thoughtful tactics map and gameplay. It's it's awesome. It's a great, and it's a gorgeous game, too. It it looks, uh, frankly, amazing on Nintendo. Yeah, I I don't love the art style. No, that's fair. But, yeah, but, but, I think, other, but it looks really good. It's very clean. Yes, I agree with that. It's not my favorite art style, but that removed, it, it's objectively great looking yeah. from a quality standpoint. Um, okay, so it goes to me. All right, I'll uh, swap, a little swap, but uh, Tears of the Kingdom and Splatoon 3. So this will put Tears of the Kingdom at number four for the time being and Splatoon 3 at number six. Just a, a move, I think... Uh, I'm trying to help everybody get get our top row into position here. So we're that, not scrambling at the end. That places Splatoon 3 behind Metroid Dread. Do you agree with that ranking in relative to one relative to one another? I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I think that they obviously do very different things and they both do them very, very well. So I think from a single player standpoint, Metroid's better. I like Metroid Dread better than the single player campaign of Splatoon 3. And so that's, it's fine. I'm fine with it. Top six is great for both of those. All right, we are through round two. So that is number one, Odyssey, Smash Ultimate, Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, Metroid Dread. That's your top five. Then Splatoon 3, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Luigi's Mansion 3, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, Fire Emblem Engage, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Prime Remastered, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze is in the hot seat. Pikmin 4 has fallen off. It can still come back if someone chooses. Round three. It's going to be me first, and then Chris, and then Justin. Okay. So with my move here, I think it's... Uh, I'm at the point where if I add something, it's it's knocking something off that I put there. I put Tropical Freeze on this list to begin with. But there's something else I really want to see on here. And it's Mario Party Superstars. I was wondering and if you would I'm do gonna, this. Yep. I was thinking about I'm that one too. I'm going to put it at number 11. I'll put it uh, right above Fire Emblem Engage, right below Mario 3D World. I know the last taste of Mario Party we all have in our mouths isn't great because we had a pretty bad <laughs> online experience with it as a group, but it was an anomaly. I've only had good online experiences outside of that. And as a local multiplayer, this game just shines. It like many series on Switch, it's a return to form for the franchise that had frankly been floundering for the last decade plus. And all they had to do was take the best mini games from the first nine games and the best boards from the best era of Mario Party, which is the N64 era, and package it all together. It's fantastic. It is gorgeous. My only complaint is that there's not more of it, is that they didn't give us more boards as DLC, but otherwise it's a great package. And... 
I think it's the best party game on Switch. You're talking the WarioWares, the Mario Parties, uh, aside from Kart and Smash. Those are in a tier of their own. But from all the other kind of secondary categories, it's it's the most fun you can have in a party setting with, with friends on Switch. That's my move. Chris, it goes over to you. Are we fine with that ad? How do we feel about that, by the way? Solid. It, it was on very much on my radar as as one of the ones in my pocket to potentially get back in there. Nice. It's nice. probably the only other game that, for some reason, I keep thinking of Hyrule Warriors as well, which like that's another one I've been thinking about. Yeah. I, I will say, if I was not worried about this list being extremely Zelda heavy, I've got a number of things I would be looking at. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what I, I I'm trying to avoid is like I don't want to I don't want to tip the scales in one way or another, uh, you know, as much as possible. It's very Mario heavy right now. It is. But unfortunately, okay. like there's a lot of really good Mario games on Switch. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, I should say. Um, I love Age of Calamity so, so much. It's just hard to put it on this list because of its performance. It, runs it is so bad. Yeah. It it's it's one that might might speak in here at some point. <laughs> I don't I don't like Mario Wonder I'm... being as low as it is. Um especially compared to like like it's better than Kirby in my opinion, right. in my opinion at least all right strategic question Chris are you planning to add a title back in this round if I mm, because if so I'm swapping Mario Wonder with Xenoblade Chronicles 2 I just uh, I don't care about okay. that game, I, I, but I've never played it, and I know that that's like the meanest thing I could do to Justin. I was trying to avoid it. Yeah. Um, no, you know th- yeah. that's okay. I, I would have swapped it uh, with uh, Super Mario 3D World. Actually, but Mario Wonder Soul or Mario 3D World is so much better. Well, and, and Mario I, at first I thought it just is. swap Mar- Mario 3D World with Luigi's Mansion. Like that makes sense to me. Mario Wonder or, or I'm sorry, Mario 3D, Mario 3D World with Luigi's Mansion. Okay. Like that move makes sense to me, but that's like a small move. Um, Yeah, a small ball. Here's my thing. I love Mario Wonder. Like I said, I've beat it three times. I think it's great. I'm totally happy if it's not on this list. I think 3D World represents the get to the flagpole multiplayer Mario better than Mario Wonder. Yeah, It's a 2D and a 3D game, but they're very similar. They are closer to each other than Odyssey and 3D World are. Yeah, like, And I think 3D World is better. I feel like I for think- the sake of diversity on this list, like I'm okay. If I had to get rid of a Mario game, that's the one I'd get rid of. Wonder? Yeah. Yeah, and that's okay. It's new. We don't need to put it on because it's no, new. No, I know. It does, it's okay. It's basically yeah, bias. I disagree and think that Wonder is better but i don't feel extremely strongly about that i won't ex- have a major objection if this is the route we go so what is your move Chris? It's, it's nice to have a xenoblade on the list i have not played two i have played like 50 hours of three and i adore it almost for the intro i i know it's incredibly long um, do you I'll, let me say so this I, I, do you either of you plan on adding more games to this my next move is going to depend a lot on your move, so I'm waiting to see what okay. you do. It's only round three. We got time to fix anything that happens. I'm going to add... I'm going to do a weird and wacky just because I think I think it needs to be on here. Um, I think you put Animal Crossing at number... 
Luigi's Mansion's really messing me up. I would put it at eight. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Animal Crossing New Horizons at eight. It's not better than Mario 3D World, but I know someone will move it. I'll move it if no one okay. does. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he's adding Animal Crossing New Horizons at number eight, and Mario Wonder is falling off of the list. Chris, why New Horizons? It was just such a moment in time. Like everyone played that game. Like it, 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 you can't talk about the Switch and not talk about New Horizons. And like it, it was a defining moment for the console. And I think it's what got a lot of people into it um, and, and gave it like a second life um, during uh, during what was a really tough time for everybody. Like it, it we were we weren't sure what was going to happen when that game came out. Um, and it was scary. Like it. It was like a small slice of something good at a really tough time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is a very good game. I think that a lot of the criticisms levied at it are because of how we all experienced it. Like uh, yeah. Animal Crossing is not designed to be played 200 hours in the first two months. Yeah. But that's how a lot of people played it. And then they were like, this doesn't have as much content as past games. And that's true. It was lacking some of the cool Nintendo items, a few, some furniture sets, some things. The NPC villager dialogue wasn't quite as varied as it used to be. But what it did introduce was terraforming and pretty good online multiplayer and local multiplayer on the same screen for the first time. Like it did a lot of cool stuff. And the DLC, I feel like no one talks about the happy home designer DLC that came to that game is very good and adds an entire basical, basically another single player campaign to that thing. So it's a good pick. I just don't think about it that much anymore for some reason. Well, it, yeah, I think that's just it's one of those games like it. it is and New Leaf was this way, like probably more so where it, it was you get up in the morning and instead of checking your phone, like you played New Leaf. Um, and I yep. think New Horizons was that way for a lot of people for a really long time as well. Um, but well, for some people, but for a lot of people, they played it the way that you expressed, like it, they played it for 10 hours a day because it was all we could do. Um, yeah. But I mean, that being said, like it was super fun it was a super fun social moment for people too. And it was like, come to my Island. I'll go to your Island. Like, Oh my gosh, you have peaches. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was that whole animal crossing magic. And there's so many people involved in it. Yeah. All right, Justin, I think you're wrapping up round three here. I think you're right. <clears throat> All right. So for round three, uh, I am going to, boy, this is a tough one. Um, I am going to add. Ooh, I know. I'm, I'm knocking off one of my own picks. I'm going yeah, to have Metroid Prime. I'm going to add. At. Let's go with number 11. Keep it kind of in that right zone. Age of Calamity. Okay, Hyrule Warriors, mm-hmm. Age of Calamity at number 11. Oh, Metroid Prime Remastered falls off the list. It can still come back one time. So the games that have fallen off are Pikmin 4, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, and now what's in Metroid Prime Remastered. Why Age of Calamity? Um, sort of similar to what we talked about in like representing different types of gameplay, different things that you can do on the Nintendo Switch. I think that 
you know, what uh, o- Omega Force and Tech McCoy does with things like these Warrior series when they do these spinoffs is frankly pretty impressive. I think it plays extremely well. I think it ha- it has a on shockingly cohesive story. Um, it, the story did not go in the directions that I expected it to go. In fact, I necessarily wanted it to go, but that's just me and Zelda games nowadays, apparently. Um, but I love the diversity of the cast of characters. I love how distinct the gameplay types are from player to player. You're not just doing light and heavy attacks with different people with different looking attacks. The entire way that you play characters is completely different. And that's really, really interesting. I love the way it ties in the old champions with the new champions. It does a a really, really cool introduction of Zelda's powers midway through. I, I like this game a ton. It's, it's one of the, the most fun games I think on the console. I like it a ton, too. I, I replayed it this year. It's still fantastic. It is awesome, everything they do with that. Uh, and the roster of playable characters is a lot bigger than you initially think. I am actually on the opposite side of the fence as you, though. I love what they did with the story. I thought it was so ridiculous and crazy and actually fits in really well with Zelda lore as a whole, if you think about split timelines and how they've done that before it worked for me once i got over the disappointment of it not being what everyone thought it was going to be so yeah i I love this game it's just the performance is it's bad it's like really really bad especially in split screen it's like 15 frames a second at a lot of points yeah sometimes less and chris you seemed uh you seemed a little shocked by this pick i I don't think this game deserves to be on this list. I don't think this game deserved to, to be released when it was like this, this game, this game runs that badly in my opinion, like compared, compared to everything else, pretty much everything else on this list is like rock solid in terms of performance. This game is not. Um, and I know that that's not everything to a lot of people, but um, it's, it kept me from playing this game. Like I couldn't get over it. Um, I think the degree to which that is important to you is very significantly different to the degree to which that's important to me. I don't disagree. <laughs> very much same. I don't care at all about yeah. performance. Yeah. Which is weird yeah. for me because I'm like, I love it, the N64 and all that. Like, I love old old <laughs> games sweet, that run like garbage. Seven frames per second. Yeah, like, let's go. <laughs> go that I when you're uh, four players. Yeah. Good Just stare luck. at the floor. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's the end of round three. The current list is Mario Odyssey, Smash Ultimate, Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, Metroid Dread, Splatoon 3, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, Luigi's Mansion 3, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Age of Calamity, 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, Mario Party Superstars, Fire Emblem Engage, and Kirby and the Forgotten Land. We enter round four. Only two moves left to do what you want to do. Let's get the order here. It's going to be Justin gets to lead off around, then me, and then Chris. Okay, uh, I'm just going to make my, my first move pretty quick and easy. I'm going to swap Fire Emblem Engage with Animal Crossing New Horizons. Okay, so that puts Engage up to number 8 and Horizon, New Horizons down to number 14. Why? Yeah, and so th- this, I completely get all points in regards to Animal Crossing being a cultural phenomenon and all the things that it did, 100% valid, totally true. A very, very important game, I think, when we tell the story of video games in general in this era. That being said, just in terms of, like, a video game that is, I think, enjoyable and a fully featured game that executes on great ideas, I think Fire Emblem is significantly better. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that move. I think Engage is a very, very great game. I think it's... yeah. 
I, I prioritize its position as a video game over its position as a cultural touchstone. I think I'm going to do something weird with my move. I don't... Oh. Classic Logan. What's not on this list? Chris, are you going to save Pikmin? At some point, I, mean, I will. I don't know if it's going to be... You have two moves left. I know. I don't know if it's going to be this next move or the one after. Um, Someone needs to move Luigi's Mansion because it's killing me. Like, it's too high. It's, uh, no, it's, it's a number nine. That, that's I think you that move. Great bro. where it is. <sighs> The problem. I think. Uh, go ahead. Make your move. Make your move. No, what I was going to say on your starter, it's at number nine. Our starter lists only had 10 games, and it was on all three of our lists. What was? Luigi's so, Mansion? Luigi's Mansion, yeah. Okay. I. Yeah. It's not so much its placement, it's Super Mario 3D World's placement. That game is real, real good. Um, I feel like. I think it, Luigi's Mansion, I think it stands up with it, you, honestly. Do you think it's better? Um, I think with the economy of moves remaining, it's not a priority for me. Do you think Age of Calamity is better than 3D World? No. Do I you don't, think I'm not Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is better than 3D World? I, I think do. that I have not played Justin it. Justin does. And that, yeah, I think Xenoblade Chronicles 3 might be better than 3D World. So if this is our rep of the franchise, I'm happy with that. But I'm not going to I'm not going to spend a move on that. That's fair. Whoa. I I want to add something weird, but then it would put Animal Crossing in the hot seat. Can I? And then when Pikmin gets added, Animal Crossing would fall off. Can I also say, this is maybe the first time that we've done this where I don't... That's really the only order, like, placement that I'm, like, really, like, like honing in on. But it's hard to do this on this list in particular because, like... I'm I'm at the point now. There's so many good Switch games. Like I just want it to be on the yeah. list. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like Pikmin. you just need to make like just anything. Like like just certain yeah. games. Like like Prime fell off, and I'm like Jesus. Like I can't believe it's not here. I know. I know. I'm struggling with Tropical Freeze not being here. Yeah. I'm I'm a little okay with it because it's a Wii U game also, and they didn't really change anything. Where 3D World got a lot of additions and Bro, changes. Bro, funky mode. Come on, are you kidding? Yeah, that's yeah, uh-huh, and, and ten extra dollars for it too. Um, I think, I think I am going to make a small swap because I don't think it's I don't think anyone else is going to do it since there's only a few moves left. I'm going to swap Mario Kart 8 and Metroid Dread. Okay. It, I think Mario Kart 8 is a top five. I think we have the correct top five in the wrong order now that I've done this. I think the five best games on Switch are Odyssey, Smash, the two Zeldas, and Mario Kart. I think that those are the five defining games of the console. Uh, I think that's a very, very defensible position. Yes. And so I love Metroid. And then now it's below Splatoon, which works better, a little better for me, like Justin was asking me about. So, yeah. I, I also think that Splatoon and Metroid are the next two right behind. I really like how this list is shaping up, actually. I think it's pretty good. I don't hate right. it. Chris? I'm going to put Pikmin 4. I'm going to put it at number 10. I'm going to oh, do okay. it. Go do it. Pikmin 4 at number 10. Go that bumps it. Kirby and the Forgotten Land off the list. Oh, Pikmin my. 4 is back. I have to refresh. I'll say uh, my piece on, on Pikmin 4 here since Chris is the one that talked about it. I think Pikmin 4 is pretty brilliant. I think that it is easily the best of the franchise. I think it is way bigger than anybody thought it was going to be. 
leading up to its release, it added a ton of meaningful new mechanics, like the nighttime levels that are like the Majora's Mask uh, Defend the Ranch side mission, or the caves that are back from Pikmin 2 with a lot of awesome puzzles that almost feel like Zelda shrines. I think that it's a gorgeous game. I love how the treasures all look. The Nintendo ones are the most fun to collect, like a GBASP that you have all your Pikmin carry back. I think it's great. I think that its removal of the time mechanic also made it a lot more enjoyable and more of a relaxing, cozy game, which Pikmin works really well as, rather than a you are a boss yelling at your employees because the day is ending and you only have five days left. Like, it's a nice change for the series. It's, it's a great game. Yeah. I, I like it on the list. It it, mo- it moves it from being a incredibly stressful experience to a uh, constant dopamine hit if you're someone that has to deal with uh, project management uh, in, in yes. your daily life. Um, yeah. Thank you also for saying that way more eloquently than I can because it's getting late here and I'm getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's ten thirty for for Chris Driver right now, uh, as we're at the end of our double feature episode. Okay, here we go. Last round. The list as it stands is Odyssey, Smash Ultimate, Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Splatoon 3, Metroid Dread, Fire Emblem Engage, Luigi's Mansion 3, Pikmin 4, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Age of Calamity, 3D World, Mario Party Superstars, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Oh, I'm nervous for what's going to happen here in this third round. Here is the order. Justin is up first, and then it is me, and then it's Chris. So Chris will have the final say of what happens. How'd this happen again? I don't know. It does does seem to happen a lot. It happens a lot. (laughs) That's what happened. (laughs) All right, Justin. Uh, All right, we're going to at position number 10. We're going to reintroduce Metroid Prime Remastered. Okay. Prime back on the list. I respect it. I respect you as a person, and I appreciate you for making the move. So Metroid Prime Remastered. Swap Pikmin to the last spot. I know you were. (laughs) (laughs) This is the final round, so that's that's Justin's last move. Why did you want to spend your last move that way? Um, I think that it deserves to be on the list. I think that it's uh, for, you know, it was on my list for a reason. I think that it is somehow this amazing combination of a 3D first-person shooter adventure puzzle game that, frankly, to this day, doesn't really exist anywhere. And I think that if you are putting... If you have to give somebody a Switch and there can only be 15 titles on it, and they never get to play any other games, I think it would be a significant miss if this wasn't included among those titles. Yeah, I agree. I think that my take on Prime is what I've said before. I think that the last hours of that game are not good when you're hunting other collectibles, but everything else is so masterful that you can forgive it. You can forgive it for that. Yeah. All right, Chris, we got to wrap here. We got to have a conversation about what's going to happen. Can you scroll up a little bit so I can see the top row? I, I absolutely can. What are you What are you going to do with your last move? It It depends on what you're going to do. I'm not going to. I don't think I'm introducing anything at this point. Okay. Like I, I think if, if we're going to do like asterisks, honorable honorable mention, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Like we all mm-hmm. love that game. We understand that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to introduce anything because I don't want Mario Party to fall off. That's my fear. Really like, like, like is. this is it. I, I don't want to move Mario Party. The only one I would end up bumping yeah. off if I had my druthers is Age of Calamity, and it's too high up the list, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah. 
Well, I want to move Tears of the Kingdom, but I know you're a hater of Tears of the Kingdom, and we'll probably just swap Breath of the Wild with it, which I don't want to happen. Where do you, you, that? Where do you want to put it? I want to put it at number one, but if you don't move Breath of the Wild above it, if I put it at two, I would do that happily. I'm worried I'm going to swap Tears of the Kingdom to two. Is this collusion I'm hearing? Oh, we can, <laughs> we can collude. No, we can totally collude with our last two moves. If you put Tears of the Kingdom from four to one, that puts Odyssey at four. Yeah. I'm fine with putting Smash at four and Odyssey at two. Okay. I can sleep so at you, night with that choice. So you wouldn't just swap Breath of the Wild with Tears of the Kingdom if I moved Tears of the Kingdom to one? I'm going to I'm I'm going to do this because I feel like it needs That's, to happen and you guys like you and the rest of the internet yeah, like just keep harping on me about my thoughts on Tears of the Kingdom. So I'm just going to get this out now. I think this game came out at a really tough time in my life. I think that's part of the problem. I'm, I said that to you the other night. You, you said you didn't think that was it. I was also going to bed when you said that, and I was trying to just like <laughs> wrap up the conversation. Yeah, I was like, I'm not getting into this right now. <laughs> yeah. And I knew we were going to be recording yeah. the show. I think that's a big part of it. I think there, I still do have problems with the game. I think like there are just certain little elements, like firing an arrow. Like like there, it, it's too much. When you're firing an arrow and you have to literally scroll for like half a minute for like, what do I want to attach to this arrow? <laughs> like, there's we'll, we'll we'll teach you how to sort. There's too many options. <laughs> um, it's that I feel like so much of it is fetch quests. Like, if you're doing side missions, like I I get so easily distracted when I play the game and then I end up doing a side quest and I'm like, all I did was I ran over here and I grabbed a log and I brought it over to this guy. Um, and the other part of it, and it's not the fault of the game it's my own is that I'm not a creative person in a digital space. Um, and I have a really tough time like creating uh, machines just off the cuff. Like I really, I, I rely on what I'm seeing on the internet and what people are doing, but I don't have enough time to like, Oh, let me go see what other people are doing and then go build the thing and then go do the thing I'm trying to do. Like that's like an hour and a half endeavor. And I maybe have an hour and a half to play in general. Um, at in any given sitting. Um, the last thing I'll say is, and I, I felt this way about Breath of the Wild, and I, I finally said it the other day on Twitter, like, I think the voice acting is really bad in English. Um, it's really, really cringy to me. Um, it's just not how people talk, and I get, like... <laughs> That it's it's supposed to be this fantastical thing, but there's just so many moments where like I just sit there with this like feeling in my chest, and it just I get uncomfortable when I have to like watch the cutscenes, and I want to be really into them, and I'm just not. I just I don't have that feeling whenever I play this game, um, and it it kills me inside because I was so excited for it, and every time I play it, I just get disappointed, and then I get mad that I'm disappointed because it's like, well, if I were at a different point in my life. I'd probably enjoy this game more. And I think there are other people out there that feel similarly about this. Um, and, and Breath of the Wild, it was, it was expansive, but it, you could wrap your head around it. Whereas this, it's like, here's everything in Breath of the Wild, and then here's everything else that we've bolted on top of it. Um, and it's just a lot to take in. And if you don't have the time to really sink your teeth into it, it's tough, especially if it's like you're going two weeks between play sessions. Like, it's just a lot to remember. Sure, I played 160 hours in two months. That's what I'm saying. Three like, months. 
Like, and and like when I think about my time in Tears of the Kingdom, I, I I get upset. And then when I think about my time in Skyward Sword, like I loved my time with that game. I, I it was it was clear what I was doing. Um, point A to point B, like I, it's that linear versus open world thing. And I really just think Tears of the Kingdom just takes it too far for me. Um, all that being said, make your move. Uh, I'm swapping Tears of the Kingdom to number one. After that gorgeous soliloquy about how much Chris does not like it, yeah, I still think it's the best game on Switch. I, I've been saying all year I think it's the best game of all time, and I still do stand by that. I think that I'm so impressed just by its... its what was that? that? This is the swap to make, Chris. Oh No, he already made it. <laughs> I already made it. He already did it. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's incredible. I think that... The world design is something I always come back to and point to. It was like they had to think about the point you ascend out of at every single cave in that game. And there's like a hundred caves. And they thought about it all. Like some worlds just feel like they threw it together. They just mapped it out. They they designed this world. And and that I can respect, right? I respect from a like when when this game came out, my director reached out to me and was like, How is it that their QA team is able to figure all of this out and it just works and we run into like problems? Um and I respect it at that level, at a development level. But where is the fun in that? Is the point? <laughs> I think it's incredibly fun. I'm but, I'm glad you yeah. feel that way. Yeah. So you swapped uh, Smash Brothers and Mario Odyssey to put Odyssey at two and Smash Brothers at four, and that completes our list. So the final list, top fifteen Nintendo Switch games according to the boardroom is. From 15 to 1, Mario Party Superstars, Super Mario 3D World Plus Bowser's Fury, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Pikmin 4, Metroid Prime Remastered, Luigi's Mansion 3, Fire Emblem Engage, Metroid Dread, Splatoon 3. Your top five is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Justin, thoughts on the final list? Uh, generally, I think it's overall a very good list. I think that if these are, are the titles that you get in the Nintendo Switch Mega Pack, then you are in good shape. And for the most part, I think the order is good. I, I think if we take each one, each row as a set, I feel good about the sets. I think that our first, second, and third tiers seem pretty good to me overall. Um, I'm not happy that Breath of the Wild is at number three. I'm surprised uh, you didn't use a move on it. I thought you were going to use your last move on it, but then you brought Metroid back. Well, he was first. Yeah, yeah he was first. Yeah, well, trust me, if I had the last pick, we all know how this would have ended up. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, I, I I, could understand, like, I think I think there's a healthy debate between Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom over, which is better, and I think that that's great, and I think that that's just reflective of how great they are, and how each one, they are different enough that they appeal to different people. You can adore one and not totally vibe with the other. Um, or you can be like me and really love both a lot. Uh, but I, I like I like Breath slightly better. I've just sort, sort of come to terms with, and that, that's fine. Um, listen, Mario Odyssey is a great game. It's a 10 out of 10 game. I don't think it, it is fit to lick Breath of the Wild's boots, though. Uh, and the fact that it's behind that is, is, just kills me. I mean, it's, it's it's bothering him. You can tell if it is. And, and honestly, like if I'm, and, and look, I'm at, the end, at the end of the day, like this is our list. We can do whatever the hell we want with it. I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. But um, I can tell you what I'd like to do with this list right now. If I had another move, Justin, <laughs> I would swap them. I would swap Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. But um, what did I move? 
Smash Ultimate? You swapped Smash and Odyssey. You did, so you did you have swapped, another move. <laughs> if you just swapped Breath of the Wild and Smash and were resigned to having Odyssey at four under Smash, then Justin would be happier with Zelda at two. But no take backs. This is the list. No, I'm doing it. <laughs> no, no, I was absolutely give do not. Take back. No, no, uh, I'm, no taking, take I'm taking the take no. back. I'm absolutely taking the take not. back. Don't you dare Mario do Odyssey is the number one game. Odyssey to one. <laughs> Done. Boom. Shut it down, boys. We had He's this here. We had see, I see. I I think I think take backs cheap into the entire thing. Oh, okay. He's right. I feel wrong doing this. All right. Yeah. Move it back. No take backs. Yeah. No. He's list. right. He's right. We haven't. We've right, never I, done that. I think we we stand by what we've done. Yeah, we own this miscarriage of justice. And honestly, oh like if if I had to, I like to think of it in, in what is the game that I'm more likely to play again? It's Odyssey. That's true. It's much shorter though. I think that's a tough way to look at it. It's shorter if yeah. you don't do everything. Uh, yeah. If you do what, everything, what do you think of the list, Chris? I'm happy with it. Um. I wish Donkey Kong was here, but yeah. it's also like you said, it's also a Wii U game. On our um, Wii U list, yeah. made it on there. No, I'm I I'm very glad that um, as much as I I feel like I rag on on Justin a little bit about like JRPGs and stuff because I just don't play them. Um, but I'm glad that you are the one to be that voice of reason. If I were making the list, I put every Mario game that exists on on the Switch. But like <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Like that's not a, a good uh, representation of like the platform as a whole. Um. So I'm I'm very I'm happy with what's here. I don't think Age of Calamity should be here. Uh, I've said that, but that's that's probably the only problem that I really have with it. I think it's a nice list. I think that yeah, Mario Wonder didn't make it. I'm okay with that because like 3D World is there, and and we went over that. Uh, I think yeah, I know. As time has gone on, Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild have separated themselves a little more in, in what they do differently. And what I know about Justin, he cares about atmosphere and lore and things that Breath of the Wild does better. And I care about building a stupid ship that I spend two hours working on, and then I fly to the top of the world, and it says Fantastic. you can't go any further. I love it. So Perfect. Yeah, Nailed just, it. You got it. Yeah, that's, it. that's what the two games do, and they're very different, but they are both incredible. Yeah, Odyssey up there. I'm with Chris that it's it's a worthy entry at number two, but I can understand why you'd want Breath of the Wild above it. Because I'd feel that way if the Zeldas were flipped. I would feel that way too. But I think it's a good list. I think that uh, it says a lot about the state of Pokemon that the word didn't even come up until I just said it. Nope. I thought about Legends Arceus, but nope. never wanted to spend a move on it. Nope. So I, I acknowledge mentally that they exist, and I, I gave the list a quick look over, and nope. Yeah, no. Nope. Uh, other misses, I don't know. Arms? I think split arms. <laughs> Come on, guys. What is the matter with you? Not arms. Not Go arms. To bed. Uh, Animal Go Crossing to bed. people might will probably take issue with. Um, but it was here for a while. But that's the list. Let us know what you think. Toadstoolboardroom.gmail.com or on Twitter at ToadstoolBR. And after we play Mario RPG, maybe we revisit this and, and see if it fits in somewhere it could be a fun time but for now that's another toadstool scramble in the books toadstool boardrooms a weekly nintendo show here on thursdays at noon pacific 3 p.m eastern apple podcast spotify wherever you like to listen to your shows find the show on twitter at toadstool br email us toadstool boardroom at gmail.com you can find justin online we're at uh, sending hate mail to chris <laughs> that's where he exists that's where you are this week okay and you can find uh 
You can find Chris online. Where at? I did my best. <laughs> okay, and you can find me at Logan J Plant. It's Strives ninety three. Strives for their handles. <laughs> like to shout them out at the end of the show. I'm happy. I'm happy with what happened here. What do you think? Let us know of what you think of the top fifteen Nintendo Switch games of all time. Until next time, have a great week. We'll catch you next time right here in the Toadstool Boardroom.